Hey guys, welcome back to the Make Work Human podcast. Today, Jen and I decided to just have a little chat after 14 episodes. So what? Why is making work human important? So come along for a little ride as we discuss some of our highlights and favorite things. I'm so excited we decided to do this episode today. It's This is kind of where you and I started together is having these conversations about people's humanness at work. And I think this is where I get like really pumped up about talking about this stuff. We've talked about a lot of stuff on this podcast. We've talked about emotional intelligence. We've talked about, you know, vulnerability. Why, why do we keep talking about this stuff? It's so funny. So I was chatting with um, a, a fairly new connection of mine, this this woman in Sweden, and she's just she's just an incredible love. But we're talking about why we do what we do, you know. And what's interesting is that yes, I am a people forward person, and I believe in understanding ourselves, and I believe in human behavior and understanding human behavior. But when it comes to business. It's not just all about like the kumbaya, everybody get along, like happy workplace, passionate workers. Like, yes, that is wonderful. And to me, that is a fantastic byproduct of putting an emphasis on this because it's going to help your marketing. It's going to help your sales. It's going to help customer service, right? It it improves your brand when you invest in people. And it's bottom line. So, yeah. It, it improves everything. And I love what you said. It isn't about this kumbaya thing. And I think that's what people think. It's like, oh, we're going to make everybody get along and sing around the campfire. I was just having this conversation actually today with someone about sometimes making work human is doing the hard things. It is, it is going to the place where you feel most uncomfortable because it's what's right. And it's what will bring the humanness back into work. We uh, Humans are messy and complicated and emotional. We are not hogs in a wheel. We are not robots on, you know, a line. And so sometimes it's messy and sometimes it's uncomfortable. It is. I was just having a conversation earlier this week with someone I hired to do some writing for me and it's just not working. Right. And without bringing in the humanness. So this is one thing we just sort of stopped and I was like, you know what I do. We're going to have a conversation right now. And instead of this kind of back and forth and discomfort and holding back, we just had the opportunity to be really direct with each other, put everything on the table and it moved it forward in such a way. And she was like, I'm so clear on what you want now. And within four hours, she got back to me with revisions and it was like, yes, there it is. Now that to me is bringing human to work. A hundred percent. It's, it's, it's getting past all of the, I want to say a bad word here, but I'm going to try not to. (laughs) Sometimes it's getting past the bullshit, right? Like for some reason we've put all these layers of stuff onto like work and, and, you know, what professionalism means. And I I think we've got to redefine what being professional actually means. I agree because there, I believe in being respectful, but some of the formalities, there are barriers through formalities to actually getting to that direct place to be able to have those important conversations. Um, And that's what, you know, I talk a lot about artificial harmony. 
We've created so much artificial harmony and toxic positivity. That's another crusade of mine built on this. Everybody be positive and it's all great and everybody get along. Like we're going there again. Like that is bullshit. That is not what this is about. What it's about is saying, I am a direct communicator. You are someone who's incredibly sensitive. We are not always going to see eye to eye when we talk, but we're going to do our best to come together in the middle so that each of us can get what we need. Yeah. I think that you bring up a good point. Like, like person to person, we're not always going to see eye to eye. And it's okay for us to have conflicts around that. It's okay. That's human. When we bury the conflict, when we bury the conversation, that's when we come, that's when work becomes less human. And when we have that artificial harmony and it feels like everything is heavy and then it's, we're less productive. So funny on a, a call earlier this week, I'm, I'm teaching um, about productive conflict right now. Um, and one of the, the people in the conversation had a very hard time with the word conflict. And she was sort of pushing back on me and saying, well, that's not conflict. That's, you know, discussion or debate or whatever. And it was such a great moment because I was like, okay, right now, you know, that feeling that you're getting, like talking about the word conflict, like that is like, we have to destigmatize that word. There's nothing wrong with productive conflict. And if you want to call it debate or discussion, you can, but that's not always what it is. (laughs) It's that we've kind of demonized it to this one side of like mean spirited personal attack. And that's not it. There's just some times that you're going to have to confront something and be in conflict with it. And it's all right. Yeah. And have the courage to put that all on the table. Sometimes that's what's best for the organization and for all the people in the organization is for me to raise my hand and say, I don't agree with that. And here's why. And let's have, let's have like, and you might believe in that. So let's have a conflict. Let's have conflict. Let's engage in conflict so that we can get to a better place on the other side. If I'm not raising my hand, if I don't feel comfortable enough to raise my hand and, and, and put that stuff on the table, we are losing brilliance. We are losing people's voices. And then we can become this homogenized like organization where only the people who feel comfortable raising their hand are saying things and we lose diversity of thought. Or only the people who naturally are wired to always raise their hand, right? You know, some of the other stuff that we've talked about, and this is another big passion of of yours and mine for sure, is when you understand who you are, how you're wired, and what your style is, um, then understand who your teammates are, right? So there are some of us that are just naturally wired to be really comfortable asserting our thoughts, ideas, and opinions. It just happens. Like, we don't think twice about it. And those are the people who are always talking first, usually. And then there's other people for whom it doesn't mean they don't have thoughts, ideas, and opinions. It's just they don't share them as readily or as the beginning. And there's a whole lot behind that that we're I'm more than happy to talk to you about. <laughs> Knowing that not everybody just does that. And then in the beginning of a meeting saying, everybody just raise your hand when you have an idea without understanding exactly what everyone's preferences are and giving structure for that you're going to miss out on that brilliance too. Yeah. I love that you said that. And because it is, it's the way we're wired. And I think it it goes into when we understand how we're wired and how we understand our preferences and we understand others, we can make some really beautiful things happen. And I'm going to use you and I as an example, right? So Larissa and I have worked together 
I got, gosh, I don't even know how long it's been. It hasn't been that long, but we get along great. We do have some fundamentally different styles. And we are working on this one project. And Larissa, I love her pieces. She's like this creative genius. And she like puts all these things out there, but they, my brain does not work in that way. I need structure. And so yesterday we were, we were working through some stuff. I'm like, can we just take this to like a bullet pointed list? Cause I need some help. And if we, if we weren't able to do that, we wouldn't be able to make the beautiful things that we make together. Exactly. No, I love you and I as an example, because um, yeah, my brain is very <laughs> scattered. <laughs> you know, I can be kind of all over the place and no detail and, you know, big ideas. And in my head, it all makes perfect sense, right? I mean, I scribble things out on construction paper and tape it up all over my office. You know, I'm, I'm very visual and color and that kind of stuff. But I am more than willing to stop and slow down and see like, oh my gosh, that is not what other people need. So yeah, like, thank you. And Jen, you do such a great job at asking for what you need and kind of interrupting <laughs> that craziness. Well, and that doesn't come like, that's not, that, that's not just magically happening. It's because you and I have done the work to understand how I, I, I know how I operate. I've taken the time to learn how you operate. And you've done the same with me. And so now, you know, I'm, I'm very conflict avoided usually. So I normally like so in some places I might not have said anything. I just might've said, okay, I'm just not smart enough. And I just need to, you know, be quiet. But because I've done the work and I know that that's what it takes for us to have brilliance and to, to bring the humanness back. Okay. I'm going to go there, but it, you have to do the work. Exactly. And conversely, you know, in that exa example from yesterday, like you stopping me and calling me out on that, we've built so much trust that I know you're not making fun of the way my brain works. Yeah. Whereas I've been in other collaborative or places where I was meant to collaborate and people didn't understand, <laughs> you know, that I think differently and I work differently. Um, and it was looked at not as an asset, but, but as a liability. And when you've got some of that residual stuff back there, it's so easy to jump right into that place of like, never mind, I'm going to shut down. I'm not going to share my ideas. Um, and instead, we make it fun and like crack up about it <laughs> and then get a whole bunch of really great work done. <laughs> and we got so much, like so much done yesterday. It was so productive. And so that's why I think it's really important to understand, like, don't wait for your organization to to do this work for you or to give this to you, go out and find it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We are in a time where there is so much out there. And yes, I, I think reading books and, and listening to podcasts and reading articles and all of that stuff is great too, but there's actually really great training that's accessible. You know, 10, 15 years ago when I was stuck in a job that really wasn't aligned with me and I thought it was my fault. There wasn't a whole lot out there for me to go get. Um, you know, and that's why I've started creating some of the stuff that I have because I remember that girl being like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, why does why does work feel like this? Um, and work doesn't have to feel like that, but your organization may not be giving it to you. And that does not mean that it is not out there and accessible for you to get. Absolutely. Take charge of your own development, career, and personal. Always. 
take charge of your own development, career and personal. I'm going to say that again, take charge. Don't wait for other people because you will wait, you might end up waiting a while. Oh, so fun. Well, I love all of this. Um, yeah. So wrapping up today, what's one final nugget? We'll do final nugget. Yeah. Um, it's not always kumbaya. It is making work human is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's making room for all of that and being okay with it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think mine really is the, if you're not taking it on for yourself, it's nobody else's responsibility. You may work at an amazing company that gives you some training and that is fantastic, but you also need to take responsibility for it for yourself. Um, so yeah. development is a personal responsibility. Very cool. Well, again, you and I could have this conversation forever. Um, and we have, and we'll continue to do it off the podcast. Um, thank you so much for joining us and going with us as we you know, just kind of dive back into why we do this and why we talk about this and why it's important. Uh, as always, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, we've got some really fun stuff coming up. Um, in the next couple of weeks, um, check out our website, www.makeworkhumanpod.com and join us next week as we start to explore how to take some of this development into your own hands. Thanks everybody.